Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello everybody, my name is Min and I'm your co-host today from NDA's Property Australia here in Brisbane. And you're listening to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that explains, highlights, guides and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing NDIS world. Today we have two other co-hosts, Debbie and Grace. Say hello everyone. Hello. Hello. And it's great to have Grace here for the first time. Grace is a little bit shy. Um, Debbie, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about some of our upcoming projects and developments. So SDA opportunities coming up, yeah. SDA opportunities, yes. Mm. Where do you want to start? Well, I think we should probably start locally, where we live here in Brisbane. So we're in Woolloongabba. We and are. And one of our clients uh, is looking at acquiring 14 units, I think, in Woolloongabba out of our high rise. So, Grace, you know more about this one. What's, what's your take on the, all this? Well, the Gabba, as everybody knows, is an area where the Olymp- the 232 Olympics is going to be focused on. So it's just walking distance from everything. Uh, you've got the PA hospital down the road. You have uh, shopping centers. Uh, you've got the, the Gabba, obviously, for all the sporting activities that we get. Um, there's a new um, Cross River Rail uh, station coming up as well. So in terms of GABA, it is a fantastic area. It's got a lot happening in uh, between now and the next, you know, few more years. Um, what we have there on offer are nine apartments, uh, which will be housed, uh, built to house HPS and fully accessible. Um, they're good sizes. They're about 85 square meters internal. Is that right, Min? No? Can't remember that. Oh, well, we'll scrap that one then. <laughs> um, but definitely uh, it, it is in, in a good spot. And I think, you know, what we'll find that the Gabba will definitely come to its own down the track once we have um, all the amenities coming through. So the estimated time will be around February 23, which is just around the corner. Um, and we will take that to market probably in the next you know, three to six weeks, I think, uh, once we get everything sorted out, yeah. So back to you, Debbie. So we also have another complex up in Chermside, and I believe this is a a group of 12 units in total. They're all going to be improved livability. Uh, We have four of those to sell in in this block of 12, and that's going to be ready May 2023. So Grace, I think our provider came to us a few weeks, about two months ago, and the developer spoke to us about this. What are your thoughts on this um, this location in Chermside? Oh, Chermside, it's fantastic. It's it it is really in a good spot. 
It's walking distance to the Chermside Westfield Shopping Centre, which is probably the second largest shopping centre uh, in Australia. And it's got buses at the doorstep, short walk to the Kedron Wavell Club, where you can, you know, and next to that you've got the library as well. So it is really a very good area to consider. Look, I can't, you know, can't speak highly of Chermside enough because I love Chermside. I go there quite often <laughs> to do my shopping. Um, and... Um, to be ready in around May 23. Um, so the four, um, the four apartments, you know, are for IL uh, participants, one bedders, and uh, the price point. The price point is really great. You're talking about five, somewhere between five seventy-five and five eighty-five. No, five seventy-five, five eighty-five. Yeah. So price points are really, really good. Uh, you got a very low body corporate as well of about two two hundred. And uh, 2340 a year. So, um, yeah, so everything put together is really a good deal there. I think when we spoke to the developer, he said that the even though they improved the ability, they'll be big enough, wide enough to allow for accessible wheelchairs, even though it is listed as um, improved ability category only, yes. So that's a good thing there. It's not, it's not a tight improved ability apartment. It's actually quite a big one, yeah. So I think moving on now down south, we'll head down to Sydney and we have a couple of potential developments going ahead down there. Uh, first one being in Rockdale. Grace, tell us about that. Rockdale. Rockdale is about 7Ks from the city, probably around 5Ks from the, from the airport. Um, it, it is a block of 91 apartments. It has a childcare centre uh, proposed uh, to go into the building as well. Um, the good thing about it is it's got 400 metres from the train station. It sits next to the Rockdale Plaza for your shopping. So, again, very, very good location. Uh, it's an area where, you know, a lot of families live and young professionals because it's close to the city. Um, the, the current plans are in DA at the moment, so we expect the plans to come out somewhere around the end of this year. Um, so once that's, once that's there, uh, construction would start early next year and we expect completion to be done somewhere between the end of December 2024 if everything in the building is, industry is going according to plan. Otherwise, it might be a little bit longer than that. But having said that, the good-sized apartments, we've got some two-bedrooms in there um, and um, you know we've got about 14 for sale. So, yeah, very, very good area. And, um, yeah, I think everybody should be, you know, really waiting for that because it's going to be excellent for Sydney. I think, um, if I recall correctly, we're thinking about looking at a um, 14 HBS FA units there, but maybe two OA. So we, that way it's broken up into seven units for NDIS, SDA, sorry, plus one OA, and then also another seven Units for SDA and OA. So 14 and two OAs there. Do you remember, Grace, how many units in total are in the whole, in the whole building? 91. Okay, gotcha. Do you see it being two and a half years away as a negative, being off the plan? Uh, not not really. I mean, you know, for, for a lot of the, the different ideas of off the plan, but I think sometimes off the plan is good because what you're doing is you're buying it at today's prices. And like any other property up there, uh, come you know, when come settlement time, more than likely the prices will go up. 
Um, we have been experiencing that right now in this market. And the thing is, it's been something that happens all the time, where you buy two years before at a local price, and then you know two years later, price go up. But don't forget that even your funding in, in two years' time will go up as well. So it's everything is sort of working in your favour to buy off the plan. Also to secure one, Grace, it's, it's unlike a house and land package where you buy a block of land, sell on it, engage a builder, build it, and then God knows what can happen in that time frame of two years. How, can you explain to our investors why an off-the-plan purchase for an apartment is easier than that traditional house and land process? Well, buying, buying uh, something like this is a lot easier than house and land because it is only a single contract. So what you do is all you need is a 10% deposit and you have nothing to pay until it's completed. So once you lock in that, you don't have a problem if the prices go up or, you know, you, you don't pay any difference in price because what price you pay for when you sign that contract is, a, is locked in from, from then until completion. Um, with the houses, it's a bit more different where you've got a two-part contract. You've got to settle the land and then you've got to work with the builder and pay five-part payments, you know, and you pay progressively. So it is a little bit more of a longer I guess, longer method of, 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 of transaction. Um, and the thing is, uh, just to give everybody a little bit of heads out on this developer, the developer is quite a, a decent-sized developer. They've built two projects in Brisbane already, um, and they've got another one coming up on the Gold Coast. Um, they've done another a project, uh, completed a project in Sydney. So this is their second project in Sydney. So they have been around for a bit. They have done, yeah, that's right. So they're, they're Sydney-based, but they do have a branch up here in Queensland as well. So uh, definitely, definitely somebody that we know and trust for people who might say, oh, look, how do we know whether the builders are good? And, you know, obviously hearing a lot of bad publicity in the marketplace. Um, I have worked with them personally on many occasions, and I know that, you know, they're here to stay. So I would say, yes, definitely, you know, mm. we'll be happy to work with them and hopefully our listeners out there will be happy to do the same. Yeah. So, Debbie, before you jump to the Castle Hill, Sydney one, let's talk about North Coogee in Perth because the North Coogee Perth team are doing the Castle Hill. So let's go back history there of North Coogee, please. Okay, yes. Yeah. So we have a development in North Coogee that we put on the market probably about six weeks ago now. Uh, it was 15 units in one small building right one block from the beach, 100 metres from the marina in North Coogee, which is just south of Fremantle, an amazing location, large developer. Uh, we've sold most of them. I think we have currently two available for sale still out of that, that lot. And uh, this is the same developer, Saracen Properties, that are, are looking at doing this next project we want to discuss in Castle Hill. So they're looking at doing a joint venture with the landowner to knock down the, the house on it, looking at doing, again, 13 or 14 units, um, with which are SDA, with probably three or four OOAs on site as well. So that's going through the process right now of a the collaboration, JV negotiation right now, but we're, we'll be very excited to present that to our, our, our clients and our listeners if they think, um, again, a, a two-year, a one-and-a-half-year project away like this in Castle Hill in Sydney, which is, Grace, where is Castle Hill again, please? 
Castle Hill is out west, west of Sydney. It is a, a well-established area. Um, there's a lot of lovely houses in Castle Hill area. There's a shopping centre there. Um, they've got the northwest uh, in business park in and around that Castle uh, Hills district. So yeah, it's, it's a good area. Very very uh, family oriented area. We had a chat today, Grace, on team video call with our provider, and they said, "What was their comments about Sydney? Do you remember?" They need a lot of stock in Sydney because Sydney is obviously, as we all know, is one of our largest cities. So there'll be a lot of people out there. And Castle Hill is a little bit out of the city, but that's where families live. And I think they would love to have, you know, their family member who is possibly uh, disabled to go somewhere close to them rather than, you know, out of the city, uh, out of the area that they're, they're familiar with. All right, moving on out of Sydney, if that covers that subject. I think we can head further down south again into Melbourne and another development there that we have some units for sale in the suburb of Sunshine. Deb, you know a little bit about this. You've talked to, you looked at the floor plans, the plates, the renders, the information. What do, you, what, what do you recollect about the information presented by the architect recently to you? It looks like an absolutely beautiful development. Uh, it's all on one level. So there are actually 15 units on the one large level, I guess there are um, shops, other businesses on the ground level. Woolworths downstairs, I think. It's a pretty big project. It's it's a hundred, a hundred. I don't remember the exact number. It's definitely over a hundred of mixed-use shops, Woolies, car park, fifteen units for NDIS, plus all the other residential apartments as well on top of it. So it's it's a big development. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's um, it's in a great location. It's already under construction, which is, which means that it's going to be ready. Hopefully, within about nine months. We're looking at around Feb February twenty three completion. Yeah, so even less. There you go. Yeah. So we're still uh, getting the information together on that. Hopefully, by the time this this episode is out, we will have. The details for anyone who's interested in that, we can give them all the information, the prices, the um, the floor plans, the dimensions, that sort of thing. I think the prices are they range. There are some one bedroom, one bathroom, some two bedroom, one bathroom, and two bedroom, two bathroom units. A mixture of no, they're all high physical support, uh, and they range from around about the six hundred mark up to the nine hundred mark. The preference for the develop vendor, sorry, um, is to sell all in one line, in one transaction. Now he's been trying to do that for the last few year or so, six months or so, and I think he's not really working his way. So he's open to us moving, selling to our clients seven, eight in one line. So if we do get inquiries, Debbie, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that even though they sign a contract, they will actually get the purchase because. I think he wants – if he can get one buyer to take all 15 or, or, or seven, then he'll take it first preference. So we'll take our EOIs from seven right people. And if they're all signed up and executed and that proves that the one line is done, then that will ensure that the transaction goes through with settlement. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a maybe. Uh, we're still trying to work out whether he will allow a smaller – number of settled, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's still a work in progress at the moment, yeah. So the, I think that is all of the 
possible upcoming projects we have in terms of apartments. Um, but we wanted to talk a little bit more about other upcoming projects. Well, Grace and I sat down with our, one of our preferred, our preferred provider in Brisbane here and they gave us a big massive list, didn't they, Grace? What was your impression of that big list there? Well, the list itself covers a lot of um, different sites um, which they have earmarked as, as potential sites you know, where they have SDA uh, participants for, which is great because, you know, for any any investors out there, um, at least you know what we're doing is to try and mitigate as much, uh, you know, the risk, risk, yeah, risk as, as possible by working closely with our SDA provider. Um, if we can, you know, provide any buyers out there with a, a little bit more surety as to what, the outcome will be, uh, that will be really good. This big list, Grace, is composed of raw sites to DA sites to under construction to completed sites. It's a, it's a wide variety of everything at the moment. It's about 150 different projects there in front of us. Yes, there is. And uh, we, we were, quite ex- were quite excited. But we also have a lot of sites um, as well in the northern corridor of New South Wales because we were told by the provider that it is an area of need. There is a lot of people... Uh, in those areas looking for accommodation and that is something that I think most uh, builders have missed in that area because they're thinking oh they're semi-regional but definitely uh, they, they will be very keen. The, the regional corridors, regional areas are always neglected? Yes definitely. And, and what, what areas are you referring to this northern corridor? Uh, northern corridor would be the Tweed, um, you know go down a little bit further to Port Macquarie, Ballina, uh, Maury, um, you know, even Mawilaba uh, and things like that. So there is a lot of, of uh, you know, uh, participants in those areas who would, be, who would love to go into new, new accommodation. I believe there are some of those sites actually almost completed or are completed and have tenancies. So if we have any listeners who are only after completed stock, fully filled up with tenants, then maybe this gives a call. Cause we, might, we may have some. We, we may yeah. have. I mean, what, what we do have for sure is we've got something coming online where we've got a house with three blocks at the back to put another three houses on it. So the, the house at the front has got a standard tenancy, which they're paying about 20000 a year. And the back we could have uh, two partic- uh, it's a two-bedroom house which could house, you know, two participants in each house. Yeah, which gives you another six participants in the houses. So it's really good. What area is this, Grace? Uh, that one is in... No, that's not in Port Macquarie. Oh, yeah, in, yeah, it is in Port Macquarie. That's correct, yeah. So that is something which, if, if, if there's anybody out there interested, definitely give us a call. Uh, we're just waiting on a price to come back on the construction and everything's already ready to go once we've got the construction price. I think the hesitation there from Grace was because yesterday me and Debbie had a phone call with a provider from Lake Macquarie. That's right. It was a different area, oh, yes. Okay, let's take a bit of a diversion here and talk about other options we have in, in our upcoming possible projects. Um, and let's talk about Headley's options, Min. Yeah, we met up with a um, – we did a podcast last week with a property group who are open to providing head leases to SDA stock that are on the market for sale. Now, this isn't what people think, like as in a head lease by a provider. 
This is a head lease by a property organization which has funding from an institution to provide head leases to give comfort to investors who are looking at buying SDA house and land or villas or projects as well. So that could be a, a beneficial um, aspect to investors. More to come on this topic, but we will have this podcast release in the coming uh, few weeks. Takeout buyer. Yeah, we're currently talking to a fund manager in Sydney who is very interested in being a takeout buyer from completed SDA stock and tenanted. All right. Now, our listeners must be wondering why are they only interested in doing that path rather than building, buying a block and building a house? And the answer is risk. They feel like, and we all know this, if you buy a block and build a house and put a tenant in, that's less risk for the end buyer. So them being an institution, they want to see those risks taken out, removed from the whole process, and they're willing to pay premium for um, an asset which is de-risked in a way and paying a, a yield of you know 8 or 8%-ish as a yield. Uh, and just to give a perspective... That's about an extra three, four hundred grand increase in uplift in capital capital uplift uh, after completion of a house if it's tenanted. Now, to an investor, that, that's that's massive, right? Um, to get out as quickly as possible with a quick in and out um, rinse and repeat process, but that's also an opportunity for us to 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 notify our listeners about what that process is in the coming few weeks as well when we do a new podcast as well. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit now about waiting lists. Over the, over the last year or so, we've always had projects come up, coming and going all the time. Apartments in Queen's Garden, villas in Tapping. There's all these little projects that come and go. And Debbie, what's your advice to our listeners about some of the topics and areas we've mentioned today, right, in terms of getting back to you and Matt and Kendall in the office here about if they're interested in something like these things, these items on our on our this on our topic today discussion, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If there is anything that you think is um, something you want to find out more about, be on the waiting list to to be the first to hear about. That's um, we do have a system in our database where, if you express interest, we will we will definitely uh, put together um, an email where we let those people who've expressed interest in a particular subject. So you, you want to know more about Wool and Gabba? We'll have a waiting list for Wool and Gabba. If, if you want to be on it, let us know. And as soon as we have more details on that, you'll be the first to know about that before anyone else in, in our network. As you can appreciate, uh, this NDR stock goes fast. So the only way to ensure that you get first dibs is to let us know that you are keen on something and that we're working on at these projects, and that will ensure uh, that you as an investor will be able to pick and choose what is coming up to be your, your first first preference, I guess, yeah. Grace, do you have any final words of advice to our listeners about stock prices, the way the market's going, interest rates versus areas? You know, from, from a project marketing real estate perspective, does it really matter at the moment? Well, basically, just, you know, everybody is hearing this thing in the news almost every day. Property prices are dropping, you know, in every state. And the thing is, what what everyone has to understand, that is more uh, in relation to secondhand properties. 
not brand new properties. This is something that people have to really understand. Brand new properties do not drop. So whatever you buy today, you know, the prices will not get cheaper, unlike existing stock. So don't sort of feel that, oh, because the market, everybody's telling me price is going to drop, I'm not going to buy, I'm going to wait. Well, if you wait, you will never buy anything. So the main thing is, if you feel that you're ready to buy, you've got your finances sorted out, definitely give us a call, have a chat with us, find out more, and always remember what's in the news is not always accurate in the way they portray um, their, I guess, their news content. So, yeah, it's best to talk to somebody who can actually help you in person. Okay, Min, any last words? Go for gold. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think that just um, lets you know that we, we are constantly on the lookout for new options, new ways that we can, um, to our potential investors, um, help de-risk the process with, with a lot of new products, a lot of new options out there. I guess, you know, we're doing our best to de-risk, as you say. A year and a half ago, two years ago, Grace and I and some of the guys in the office here were all focused about participant-led product, and we thought that was the only way to de-risk. Now we're finding other ways to de-risk it, such as head leases, take-out buyers. Um, there's, there's looking at uh, alternative ways to enter the market, as in off-the-plan apartments in high-demand areas like Sydney and Melbourne. So there are other ways to enter the market other than what you've seen in the past two years, three years, which has been always been house and land in Brisbane. You know, and, and Melbourne. There are other options out there. Um, Tasmania, Adelaide, Melbourne, Perth, apartments, villa projects, uh, head leases, takeout buyers. There's all these other things that we're, we're coming up with new ideas to help our clients, our listeners to be aware of. Uh, and, and also, and also future proofing. I mean, two years ago, there was no such word as future proofing. Now there is future proofing. So, so the purpose of this podcast is to educate our listeners to show you that there are, there are many ways to look at SDA as an investment strategy for you, for your portfolio. Because at the end of the day, why are you doing this? Yes, we all say it's all about you know uh, social impact and ethical investing. We, yes, we, we acknowledge that. But at the end of the day, this is all about your future and your wealth and your retirement. Because without you're not doing this for fun. You're doing this for, for commercial purposes. And we want to make sure that you, as an investor are doing and getting the right product in the right area at the right price at the right time okay that's our goal to help you guys there look and if you want to work with your own consultants in tasmania or perth or melbourne or whatever that's fine we're here to just guide everyone along the way and just to help create a community whereby we all as in providers builders developers and investors can work together to deliver more of the product for the market anyway that's about it really thank you very much guys yes thank you very much min Thank you all. Bye-bye. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.